0: to the shantyman podcast a conversation designed to help those recovering from religion find true faith in the creator
1: hi everyone welcome to the podcast victor summers here sitting across the table from
0: sam rushton sam sam good to see you sam Hi, right, good to see you too, Victor. We can actually see each other. This is this is our fourth take of this intro on this,
1: <laughs> on this podcast. We just can't we we just can't get our feet under us today. I don't know. Uh, what's going No, on. It,
0: I'm fine. You just don't like anything that I say. Well, that's not true. That's true. That's okay, wait, wait. Okay, let's go back. The one that we're now re-recording over. Why are you re-recording it? Because no. of of which one of us didn't you like? Did uh, you not like what you said or what I said?
1: I think it was both. I just don't think I
0: don't think we were on. And I quote, "I hated everything you just said, Sam." <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, I may have said that, but I love you. I love oh, you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So you had a good week?
0: Yeah, this week was. Uh, this week was pretty good. Yeah. 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 Today I was like very, very efficient and productive. Nice. So that's good. I'm trying to tell myself not to identify myself with how bad or well I perform. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because then, then, in days that I don't perform well, I just beat myself up and tell myself I'm a terrible person. Yeah. And then on days that I do really good, it's like I'm setting myself up for failure. It's like, oh, I'm amazing, but yet then you know what I mean? Like it's just if then the next day if it's not the same, then I'm I'm kind of, bam, blowing it.
1: Now you're 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 probably in the same boat I am, where you I mean you don't you have direct reports. I mean you're accountable in your job to someone probably. Yeah. But uh, I mean very little supervision right yes yeah so that that's always a problem for you know for myself as well because I'm you know you kind of got to do your own self-assessment and yeah and how, and how things are getting done you set goals for yourself and then when you don't
0: meet them for me too it's not even like goals it's just the day-to-day efficiency in what I do like when you're around a lot of people or you have somebody that's kind of checking in on you it's it, it's a lot easier to have your day-to-day to be like i'm staying on task um but then when you're not it it makes it more difficult you know it, oh absolutely gives you more a little more freedom um which can be helpful at times but also can be yep. can be harmful i go home
1: but. disappointed every single night Do you actually every night why because i just don't i don't feel like i've I've done enough.
0: So what, what would it be that would be enough like to do enough for you? What is, what does that mean? I've done enough.
1: I don't know. The world is completely changed. (laughs) 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 And, and and I, I solved all the, all the ills of mankind. I would go, I would go home and put my feet up and say there.
0: If you solved all the ills of mankind. I've done it. Yes. You know, my first, my mind first goes to like Jesus when he died on the cross with that. And yet, it didn't. I mean, it gave a solution, but it didn't solve so solved everything. Well, he now everything bad's gone. He, he did. So he did, did say it's finished. Yeah, but look at your life and how messed up it is, and I and know. so, you know, it's finished for everybody except me. <laughs> oh. No, uh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, so wow, that's interesting. I didn't realize that you were so.
1: Yeah. No. So you and I are quite a bit alike that way. And then I go home and and uh, disappoint everyone else in my life. No, that's not true.
0: Well, we know on the podcast you can be very, very awesome and not disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: so glad you've joined us, and I know this podcast is kind of um, not starting out quite, quite in the on an uptick. Okay. But, but we're we're going to get whoa, whoa, we're going to get positive whoa, here. In a whoa, minute.
0: whoa, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Here's the thing. I, I I can we talk about maybe some things I see in you, Victor? <laughs> oh, please do. Well, that's <laughs> okay. I, let me lay down on the couch over here. <laughs> All right, I'll let you get comfy. Okay, you're good to go. All right, yeah, got so my, got my feet up I got my sl- slippers. Whenever, on. it seems like whenever you feel like when we're recording, it isn't going maybe to the level of what you want, you always almost tell the people. So that it, I don't know what if it's because you're like trying to be like, oh, we know we're not good podcasters. Or, I like to, I like to, ma-
1: I don't, I like to manage expectations. <clears throat> That's I think what it is. Uh, okay. but it, but it may be, it may be a podcasting faux pas. You're right. Maybe I should just. Just go for just it. Just roll with it. Just roll with it. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Because I, 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 um, we, we had had some ideas before, but, but, uh, and, and I think we want to, I think we want to get into that, right? So, so you would, you had dropped an idea just, just before we started.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, uh, well, I'm, was, um, interested about learning a bit more about the cafe business mm-hmm. uh victor you were part of well i'll let you tell your story um but the more i think of it i was just like man i'm a big coffee guy i love coffee i love just kind of chill cafes there's a new one up in Bathurst called caffeine with the k it's a sweet spot I went in there the other day i mean i love the atmosphere i mm-hmm. love hot drinks and uh I'll, and another thing too, maybe it will I think I'd like to get into too is just that that a sense of uh, community and just having people around and that vibe and energy and and then you know even relating it into the church and just it can be a benefit to have people around you that all have the same uh, passion and vision and and things like that. So why don't you tell us about how did you end up starting into this whole cafe business?
1: yeah that i and I think this I think you're right i think for for people of general interest um just in uh you know what creative grounds is all about and and why we started it, but also those who who might be in church leadership and wondering how to um, you know really make a difference in the community, how to get into a community and become uh really start to matter uh-huh. uh to people in their community. Uh, this might be helpful. I think we've tried some things. Some things have worked. Some things didn't. So but that
0: that's why you that's why you started it then. The, the cafe. I, I,
1: I started the cafe because we had this beautiful old century building that yeah. we didn't know what we were going to do with it, <laughs> and it literally looked like a cafe to me. Yeah, that that's how yeah. it started. It was uh, an old bank built in 1856. We acquired the building uh, from a. Um, a, a gentleman who had lost the building in a bad business deal and and wanted wanted it to go to a church. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep.
1: So um, we acquired it, acquired the building, started to move into it. It's huge, just like I don't know, eighteen thousand square feet or something. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. And uh, so we started kind of just chunking it, uh, moving into it, and just like renovating small pieces of it because it was just so big and then we had we had this beautiful um storefront which which was which was the bank we we called it the bank and it yeah it was just beautiful yeah i mean it needed a lot of work but i was so then it just started with you know what if what if Mm -hmm. we put a cafe in here yeah and um the local cafe here in town had closed if those of you listening remember um Hoagies down Wait, on so what year Front was, Street. What
0: year was that? Because when I moved here, I don't remember. You don't, don't remember, remember Hoagies? No, not at all. That would have been
1: well. We moved home in 2012, 2013, 2014, probably, and then what? it, it, really? it closed. It closed about two years after we got oh, here. Oh wow! No, I didn't. I know believe that. someone someone's going to correct me if the timeline's off. But, yeah, but then so then we had no cafe on the side of the river mm-hmm. and local, you know, independent cafe. Um, so I was like, surely someone's going to open a cafe. And then one <laughs> opened on the other side of the river in Newcastle.
0: Mill Cove. Yeah.
1: Mill Cove. Shout out. Shout out. And, uh, so then I was like, oh, it's just a matter of time. Someone's going to recognize the market over here and do it. Right. And then nobody ever did. And then I went back to my team and I said, guys, if we don't do this, yeah, we'll, we're stupid. We have the building. Um, uh, I, I think I recognized in the beginning, which, which is not, I mean, that's not rocket science. Like. People love coffee. Coffee is a great, um, you know, come together beverage. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it's like a really good drug. It's really, it, it <laughs> is a really good drug. Yeah. And Christians are allowed to take <laughs> this drug, unlike other drugs yeah. that we're not allowed to, for some strange reason, that we're not allowed <laughs> to take. But we, we do uh, love ca- coffee. Um, and and I, also, <laughs> I always said, too, that if I ever started a church, I would never have bad church coffee. Oh, have you yeah. ever had bad church coffee?
0: Well, here's the thing. You the church I attend, uh, the water taste is bad. So I, I know. My grandfather uh, yeah, so, so t- lived just so up the road. So two things, not, not to mean any offense to anyone who makes the coffee at my church, but, I mean, uh, the thing is, too, how you brew it kind of, you know, obviously makes it taste a certain way. So if it's a, a, the traditional church brew that's bad, plus the water is not mm. great, I mean, that's... So it's not a big selling point at your church. Oh, all the seniors love it, but they can't taste 50 percent of what it actually is. So anyone so, younger than 50 is like, whoa. This so bad, wood. bad church coffee is a thing, right? <laughs> yeah. We've we've yeah. all
1: experienced that. So I said, if yeah. I ever start a church, I'm not going to. Ha- I'm going to have good church coffee. So that was another motivator. <laughs> Jesus I guess. would. That's
0: what he would want. If anything, I would. I would say. I think yeah, it's in scripture somewhere. Priority. Yep. Thou shalt not serve or the classic uh, cheese joke is oh yeah i, I found that in hebrews
1: oh I, yeah i roll my eyes every time i hear yeah. that joke and i just said it people uh, yeah we had options <laughs> of calling our coffee shop all different oh i'm so things.
0: glad that you didn't call it anything like that
1: oh <laughs> so here's a, here's another interesting um tidbit i i put a coming soon sign up in the window Okay, because I was like, okay, we're doing this, yeah. And the coming soon sign was there for a year and a half. No, really, seriously,
0: wow. So people were probably beginning to feel like this is not coming.
1: Yeah, no. And we had we had a couple move into our church, and and they were really excited about the cafe. Yeah. And she, uh, she had helped us big time with like branding and we the name and oh yeah had had actually scored some of the utensils and stuff for us, and then they moved. And it was like, oh, great.
0: Oh, uh, that's things. So yeah. then
1: we were back on our own again. Yeah. Um,
0: but I mean, you're, it
1: obviously did end up opening because you're open now. So finally we just, yeah, I was just like, now's the time. Just yeah. pull the trigger. Yeah. Do it. We did a little bit of, a fundraiser campaign, like within the church and with supporters. Cause mm-hmm. the, 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 if people don't know that the, the cafe is owned by the church. It's, yeah. it's under the guise of Eastside church. Um, so yeah i was like let's do this we found a a, a roaster in nova scotia nova coffee yeah um and he came up for a visit um shout out to nova coffee and gary jenner he come up for a visit and you know he was pretty impressed with the space mm-hmm. and he could kind of envision you know what what we were trying to do and then he went away to find us equipment and try to get an espresso maker and stuff together. Mm-hmm. And then he come back after we had, had renovated the, the front of it. And he was like, man, I didn't know it was going to be like this. Uh, like we, oh yeah. we kind of, yeah. I, I really wanted to go all out with, you know, with the, as, as best as we could do. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's maybe, maybe something to make note of too if you're out there and, and you're in a, a small, you know, local church, country church and, Um, trying to do something special, do the best that you can do. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think there's something to be said for starting and and just just getting it started. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of times we wait too long till all the pieces are in place, till we have all the money we need, till we have all the resources, till we have all the leadership. And I waited a year and a half for everything to kind of fall into place and then Ultimately, I said no. We just gotta mm. we just gotta start just jump into it. And and then and then once I did that, then God sent the right people. God so, sent the resources so that we needed.
0: My only pushback would be though, <laughs> I've seen it done on the opposite side where people were like, yeah, we're not gonna wait for everything and jumped in and then just did a poor quality job and it just really bombed yeah well that's the that's the that's the danger that's the risk you take right (laughs) and and nothing
1: nothing nothing was to say the creative grounds um needed to be a success at all i mean there was all kinds of opportunities along the way for it to just really crash and burn
0: yeah but it hasn't i mean it's it's going it's going really well coffee it's it's the best
1: cafe in the world Mm -hmm.
0: No, that's a lot,
1: <laughs> literally. <laughs> in my world, in your world. So listen to this. So we we launched, um, we launched on a. It was a soft launch on a th- Thursday. Mm-hmm. We opened and we had a few customers in. Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Soft launch. We didn't even really announce it, other than people just driving by and oh, really? seeing the lights okay. on. Yeah. And then we had we launched on a Monday officially officially yeah. launched like I think we did few Facebook posts or whatever let people know that we were here and let me back up because Gary our roaster who is, has been in the coffee business for 40 plus years mm-hmm. uh, kind of gave us an idea on our budget what we would need to bring in in order to you know sustain ourselves and to sustain a, a staff and yeah whatever and that number was so big <laughs> I was like, Is yeah. are there enough people in Miramichi yeah. to that drink <laughs> to even, coffee to yeah, even make yeah. to even make this possible <laughs> um because we're just I'm just always dealing with you know smaller numbers we're a small congregation and so right. on and um but anyway, so we started we opened on a Monday, and by Thursday we hit that number <laughs> oh wow for our, for wow. Our daily sales yeah, yeah, yeah and and it's still awesome. it's not you know it's not uh six figures or anything no but uh so two no starbucks no it's not starbucks money (laughs) um but two and a half years later we we have uh, a couple of staff on uh, that we're looking after and we're having fun
0: so then um as far as like the coffee side of things goes, was that was that new to you? Like, had were you a big coffee drinker and lover before? Did you know the ins and outs of like coffee world? Like, would you would have you called yourself a coffee snob? Now, do you call yourself a coffee snob now? Uh, no, I wasn't then, and I am now.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been no, and uh, well, no, I shouldn't say that. Uh, I enjoy I enjoy coffee. I tell you what, I uh, probably. 3 4 years previous I was trying to lose weight so I was always a double double guy at, okay, at yeah. the at the other <laughs> at the other location which shall not be mentioned um a kind of a popular coffee spot here in in and, <laughs> yes, and other places very, across Canada but quicker, I was I was yeah. a double double guy and then trying to lose weight I I weaned myself off yeah yeah everything I went black wow right and then when I went I started drinking black coffee yeah I hated coffee. <laughs> that I, I hated the coffee I was drinking, like black coffee. You mean from the, the from oh, that place? Oh, from that
0: place that shall be, not be named.
1: Shall not be named. So so then I started seeking yeah. out other other locations for good black
0: coffee. Right. Yeah. So
1: I guess that's kind of snobbish, maybe a little bit.
0: <laughs> that's the start. Yeah, the start is if you move from that. Up, you know, just even one small level. That's, that's starting the start of the process. The right. road. I remember actually, it's funny. Uh, my first uh, introduction into like the, the road towards coffee snobbery, if you could say was, uh, when I was, I used to live in Truro and we used to do this thing on Thursdays called Katie Thursdays. We'd serve craft dinner to, uh, um, local high schoolers like for free, just connect with them, hang out, see how they're doing. Right. You know, share, share, um, Jesus love with them and stuff and just hang out. And, uh, so there's this guy that always go uh, make coffee runs at the local McDonald's. And so every time I'd go and I'd say, it's like, you want coffee? It's like, yeah, I'll, same as you. It'd take two cream, two two sugar, remember? Yeah. So he'd come and he'd come back and he'd be handed up the coffee. He's like, oh, here you go. Sam was like, man, it's it's black. He's like, yeah, yeah, you're not going to drink anything with cream <laughs> and sugar. He's like, I'm going to make you become a man. Okay. So that So anyways, so eventually over time, I started being like, you know what? I yeah. actually like it like this. Yeah. So I started then over time completely like removing myself from uh you know having cream and sugar in my coffee and then eventually got into the road of being like i'm gonna grind my own beans and do yeah. either a Chemex or french press and all that kind of stuff yeah and you
1: love coffee don't you i you, i do you would yeah. be a snob
0: I, I try not to like portray myself as a snob to people to be like go in and be like oh this coffee isn't the way i want it like right. you know like and i try not to because that annoys me the people who are like a real snob but i guess in the sense of being like how i do it or the fact that i love it so much i guess people. you like would,
1: a good cup of coffee
0: i do it unfortunately i'm still in lent right now which i haven't had coffee in a long time and <sighs> it is killing me Jeepers. that's rough so
1: so I, I i say that to say i was not into coffee right. like i am now I mean, and, and even now you're when you're addicted, well, no, even, well, yeah, probably. But, <laughs> but when I, when we started the cafe, of course, you know, I, I really felt like we needed to be authentic in, in the, in the coffee industry too. So oh, yeah. like all of our baristas are trained and I, I, you know, I went down that rabbit hole mm-hmm. on the websites, uh, you know, watching videos, latte art the whole thing. Oh. And I remember one night I, I just, uh. p- I just bought a book from Amazon and I uh, was going through it and on the websites and stuff. And I was like, I tell, told my wife, I'm like, how far down this rabbit hole am I going to go? <laughs> like it's, this isn't what I do for a living. Um, or it wasn't at that point. Like, I, and, and so is, is being a barista, my calling is that <laughs> this is what I am now. Yeah. Um, but I just really enjoyed it. And Gary again was great in, in getting us trained up and, and right. getting us going but it it is a very robust uh industry it's robust knowledge it's mm-hmm. you know you really i i think you could it, it's a lifetime of learning oh yeah and and things change um we're now uh what what we would call um a third wave uh coffee house oh
0: yeah so third wave yeah, yeah can i explain that a little sure, bit yeah, would that be ahead.
1: interesting to people
0: uh, I think so. Yeah. I found it. I heard of this because I listened to a coffee podcast one okay. time. So I, I found it interesting. So go for it. So,
1: so first wave is, is just basically drinking coffee outside of your house, which, <laughs> right. So, so that was a whole thing where people were like, nobody's going to pay you a dollar 16 cents yeah. for a cup of coffee or whatever yeah. it was. It was probably five cents when this started. Um, but then that became a thing. Like people were going out for coffee. Mm-hmm. Second wave was the specialty drinks okay. coming on board. So yep. um, that's when the, the you know the whole uh, barista, which is which is basically a coffee chef, uh, okay. began. <laughs> but it's interesting. Yeah. And Gary Gary was kind of explaining this to me. Like when the espresso bar started, which would be in the second wave of of coffee yeah. drinkers. It was actually a faux pas uh-huh. for the customer to see the drink being prepared. Oh, really? Yeah. They used to go out back, you know, kind of in secret oh, yeah. and prepare your drink with the espresso maker and yeah. so on and do it all up and then and then present it to you. That's weird. So the next step, the third wave, yeah. is the customer involved in the whole experience. Mm-hmm. So to watch the grind you know, and, and talk to the barista, yeah. which is when I was at the coffee shop, they fired me a couple of months back. So I'm not there every day now, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's the part I really enjoyed. So while I'm fixing yeah, the yeah. drink, they're asking questions about the bean and, uh, yeah. you know, about the process. And we're actually sharing everything we know about the coffee
0: business. That you didn't find that distracting. I think I would almost get distracting from what uh, it, way. it,
1: it, 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 it. It can. And some baristas, you know, some baristas can handle it or enjoy it. You know, I know my wife, she concentrates very heavily on it. Yeah. She's a great barista. She concentrates yeah. very heavily. She's my favorite. Yeah. You know, just because I'm not there anymore.
0: Uh, no, know when you were
1: there, she was still my favorite. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a level of of comfort there for while you're discussing and talking. Right. And you pick your you pick your your points when you can talk and when you... Of course, when the machine starts, you can't no, hear anything oh, anyway. Yeah. It's
0: like, oh, please wait a second. I'll get back to you in 10 seconds yeah. once I... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was kind of a good community uh, relationship well, type builder for you. When well, you're coming in as a, like a pastor and wanting to plant a church, it's like if every day people are coming in, they have to talk to you almost. It's like you you, you can't... If you want me to make your coffee, you're going to have to have a chat. <laughs> I, I
1: had people push back at me in, in church world too because you know, there's, there, there was, you know, this thought, well, you're, you know, what are you doing? You, are you planting a church? Are you starting a church? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, are you really spending time with people or are you putting all your energy into a, into a coffee shop, into a cafe? But like literally when I was behind the counter, uh, I was, I yeah. was like, we would celebrate birthdays. Yeah, We were, you know, I, there would be times when I'd find out someone's mom was sick you know, and, and I'd have a chance to pray for them. And, and because you're spending like, this is the thing about coffee. Our customers are in every single day, right? you know? So how much time do you typically get with a person in the run of a year? Yeah. Right. It, it might be an hour here and an hour there, you know, through the, through the year. I, I see these people Every single day, right? Well, not, not anymore because you got fired. Well, no, because, <laughs> but now it's even better because I just hang out there and drink oh, coffee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, and and it's significant for those for the 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 baristas that we have, mm-hmm. you know, on on staff. So yeah, as far as c- building community, as far as you know, being someone that wants to be in people's lives. I mean, mm-hmm. this is, you know, it's it's three minutes every single day with someone. Yeah. And getting not only getting to know their coffee, but getting to know their story.
0: Well, but that's better than probably I mean, most pastors would probably have a thirty second interaction with those people once a week. Right. Do you know what I mean like yeah. if, if they say you know we're all but people I know like I was as a youth pastor, I know throughout the week you do you'll block in time for people that yeah. you spend. But that many people like, even on Sunday morning, like you say, you really want to interact with a lot of people. It's, it's very brief, and you're not seeing... So, like, for you, you and that's, and that's a lot of And people. that's only their congregation. Oh, sure. It's only, yeah, church people. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. So... Yeah. I think even for me, because I spend, you know, a decent amount of time down there not now, because I'm not drinking coffee. I try to get tea there. But, like, when I am, you know, I know that I've... It's, it's interesting how many people I've met there. Like, different... uh Different contacts, different people that are involved with mm-hmm. the city that have kind of kind of led to other options as far as with even with the camp and stuff, or just in general, different people that you know you're able to talk to and see how their day is going or their life is and get to know. So it's just interesting how even that community is built in a place where, uh, you know, over a cup of coffee or something like that, y- you start to see the idea of um, community and friendship and. Mm-hmm. Good conversation and uh, different things like that that come about, you know. Like when I when I just stay at the you know the camp office, you know, I don't yeah. get the interactions of people, and I think it's really, uh, really we need to be in interacting with people and stuff like that. And I know other people they work so during the day like at an actual office, so they are seeing people. But I think some a place like that is different because you don't have like the same agenda. Like mm-hmm. you're you're going there kind of a lot of times relaxed. Um, you know, you're going there to enjoy, you know, your beverage and 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 the environment is just so kind of welcoming and friendly in that sense too. So it, I think it's just a great place to kind of be able to have that kind of community and yeah. be with people. And, and
1: and I've I've wit I've witnessed some pretty special things too. Like for instance, we're we're recording uh, here at the Vogue Theater in Iron House Production uh, headquarters here, and I know for a fact that this business began. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. over over a coffee, yeah. right, at the cafe. And I, I know other businesses that has, have started that way. Yeah. You know, relationships have started. I know we're going to, you know, we're going to start seeing, um, you know, I, I can't wait for the first, uh, wedding that I do, and the couple met at the. At the I know it's going to happen, right? Uh, they yeah. they
0: met at the cafe, yeah. and um, just lifelong friendships. Um, Can I say something when you say something? About what I know that w- uh, me and my wife didn't have our first like we didn't meet at the cafe, but it is interesting because our first. Like official date was we, we did we picked up coffee and then came over here to the Vogue for uh, Tim Newfel Tim Newfeld and his oh, and the Glory Boys see well it already happened and it was so awkward well and then even further let's take that step further and then we got married here in yes. in, in the Vogue so oh gee crazy right yeah but, um, great story but the, I mean that was it was a really awkward first date though because like all the church people around us and I mean we were anyways they're all like oh you're it was just like a big weird thing like (laughs) you should have let's go back to cafe (laughs) choice yeah you should have stayed at the cafe we should have had our first date somewhere else (laughs) yeah so yeah it kind of already has happened in a sense yeah Yeah. absolutely
1: so it it's been it's been huge for us for Eastside church it's been huge um you know i I think when we when we bought and opened the vogue theater i think that the city was quite appreciative of that and we we heard that from people that and it, it gave us some influence Mm -hmm. into the community but i could not have predicted the impact that the cafe Mm -hmm. was going to make on on the city here and and frankly on our ministry as well like i could not have predicted it yeah um the you know the love that people have for that you know that little cafe is is uh yeah pretty special
0: yeah yeah. I like to like just even be able to connect it with church uh, you know when you have it on your Sunday mornings you know giving out uh, like coffee and stuff like that just free
1: free coffee till noon yeah. so this is this is the uh my guarantee that we'll never have bad church coffee uh, because you, you can have it, free coffee right. till noon on Sunday and you yeah. don't even have to attend Right service. service yeah
0: but I think that's that's awesome because it just is still like it's, it's part of the connection towards uh with the ca- the cafe and the church and the, even with that it, like the doors open you kind of hear what's going on it's, yeah. it's just the vibe of like people coming in on Sunday morning so a lot of people come in that aren't like you know Christians they're not going there to be church but there is a sense of like you know there's worship going on upstairs right so it, I don't know the, the the place is just a hub on Sunday morning yeah, yeah. yeah. and
1: and it's just it's just you know, not, you know, because I think for some people, you know, walking into a church building is a pretty big step, mm-hmm. you know, especially if they haven't been or if they haven't been in a while, like that's a, that's a big step, but we've made it so that, you know, our church people are, are are as church people the are, <laughs> the people that attend our church are, are just in the cafe, right? Mm-hmm. And there's times when we've had to bring everything into the cafe, like we had a flood a couple of weeks ago and... I actually uh-huh. just crammed all the adults that showed up that Sunday into the front, oh, yeah. the front room there, and uh, so people were coming in getting their coffee, and we were like having church in the front in the front room. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and we will broadcast the service when we're at back at the Vogue. We'll put it on the big screen at the cafe too. So if you wanted to come and get a coffee and sit and check out our service, you're welcome to do that too.
0: Have you ever? Um have you ever preached uh when you're pre- like when you're preaching have you ever preached on like uh Jesus with his first miracle did you ever like just like twist it to be like yeah um Jesus turned the water into like coffee or something d- to y- support y- yeah. The coffee. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just manipulate scripture for my own purpose. Yeah, for your own be like, yeah, he, it wasn't wine guys, it was ca- it was coffee. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but let me say this about that story. Okay. Which is which is oh kind of oh this line this lines up perfectly it's it's like we all it's like we kind of planned this but we didn't you know when jesus and if you don't remember the story uh he was at a wedding and they ran out of wine and jesus mother came and said um you know jesus will will make some and he's like (laughs) jesus like woman (laughs) he actually called her that like woman I'm not ready
0: yet. I don't think it had the same connotation that you're using today. In my mind, it did. Yeah, but you're translating something that was like a Hebrew, Hebrew way to say something into like our context.
1: Let's not get bogged down in the details. But 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 this. (laughs) So this is what happened. (laughs) Get on with your story. Uh, So so finally, you know, he he gave his instructions, and they went and they filled up the tubs, (laughs) whatever (laughs) the jugs. With water and he turned the water into wine. So that, that, that was the, that was the miracle. Mm -hmm. And then the, the master ceremony or the, the, the father came and said, this is amazing wine. Uh Like, why have we waited so long for this great wine? It was
0: better than the stuff before. It was better than the stuff before, which
1: culturally they would have always, they would have waited until everyone got drunk before giving the, the bad, the bad stuff. Yeah so so this is this is the important part I think of this story, right Jesus when he turned the water into wine, he didn't put his name on it mm-hmm. he, he didn't label it as jesus wine <laughs> right he didn't he didn't say this is wine that I created, and it's going to be good. He just let the good wine stand for itself mm-hmm. like it was just good wine and the 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 point that I often think about is why are Christians so eager to put our name or Christ's name on stuff that we do? Is it because it's it's not that good and we think by putting Jesus' name on it is going to be making it better? Mm-hmm. What we should be doing is just giving our best, doing our best, making the best coffee that we can make, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> this is where it comes back to, Coffee to coffee, but just real, (laughs) just really great things and just letting them stand for themselves.
0: Yeah, well, but you slightly contradicted yourself because you just got done saying a few minutes ago that the cafe is actually Eastside Church.
1: It, But nobody knows that.
0: (laughs) Well, they do now because you just told them. Right, (laughs) but they,
1: but we don't, we don't broadcast that.
0: No. We don't, I, but, but, we don't okay, broadcast but, that. No. And so when, I think when, there's a sense though when Jesus did it, people would have found out that it was him, though. Like it's it's not like he was like, uh don't tell anybody.
1: Exactly. But but they found it out eventually. Right. But but the the, the part that struck people was was the the goodness mm-hmm. and the excellence of of the of the wine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and so I think Christians rather than trying to you know, put a Christian stamp on things so quickly. Why can't we just allow our, you know, our love for people and our love for, for, for great things just to, just to be what they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little bit. I hear what you're saying.
0: Yeah. I think, I, I guess it would just be to diff- I would never really thought of it. So I would just be like to consider like, why is it that people automatically, like, why is it that the church automatically does is because they want to make sure it's like people need to know that it's the church or they need to know it's like us or something. I, I I
1: think, I honestly think sometimes it, it gives us an out to, to do things half, Halfway,
0: really? Yeah, I I really like think to it not is. give it, not make it really right. good.
1: You, yeah, exactly. Huh. I've been thinking. About Say, that well, that music's not really good, but it's Christian music. Yeah. Just I've been, make I've been, sure you call it Christian music so people like it. Oh, that's gonna be if you really want to go down that rabbit. That <laughs> we're not. That'll Wait, be a future podcast. That's another podcast. Write it
0: mark it down. Um, it's interesting because I've been thinking about camp stuff. You know, at Maranachi Valley Bible Camp, and we're yeah. getting ready for the summer, and um. There's been a few things that kind of have come on the table where it's like, I'm trying to really think it through of like, do we go down this road or not? And some of them, like other people might really want us maybe to do it. And I just kind of am like, I say no at this moment, because I think that's true. Like even in the world, like with camp, it's like, I I, I want us to do things um, just in a way that it's like, people are like, camp is amazing. The you know, camp is awesome. It's so much fun. It's so well done. Right. So welcoming. So set up so well. So like I, I really try to invest a lot of energy and thought into like those kinds of things is, is to create something that that people are just going to know that there was a lot of value placed in it. Sure. And I think it comes down to that whole experience like with, with our mission statement of, of creating this dynamic camp experience where it's it's like if it's just thrown together if it's not something that you know if we just are doing it just for the sake of doing it then it's it's not really gonna be something that's um you know well done in that sense and then yeah. when we do you know we're able to tie that in with with who jesus is right and, and right so i don't know i i think that's interesting so you get the, the you, quality yeah you stuff get it is, is more important maybe than just simply doing something
1: jesus with jesus i think it was yeah. I, I think with Jesus it was it was more important, especially in the beginning too, it was more important that he served people, it was more important that they saw his 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 love and his actions rather than rather than knowing who he was mm-hmm. in the beginning. You know, certainly the the, the 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 goal was to reveal reveal the father. Uh-huh. Um, to, to the world that, and, and of course to die for, for the sins of the world. Um, it, it would have been really easy for us to, when, when we opened the cafe to call it Hebrews, <laughs> you know, and, and, so and to, and know. to, you know, to put a cross on the front of the building and to just theme the crap out of it, mm-hmm. you know, for a Christian, Christian theme cafe. Theme the scuba out of it. Theme the scuba out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It would have been so easy for us to do. And 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 I think some people kind of maybe would have expected that. Like why why is the why is it not obvious that this is a this is a church cafe.
0: Well, it's funny because those people, you would have hit those people. You know, The people that would be going in there, the cafe would be everyone who's like, yay, church. You know, like <laughs> right. it, those are the people who would have been in your cafe. Steep, that's, that's steeple it. people. Yeah. So even with Jesus, maybe what you're trying to say with the turning water to the wine, he wasn't trying to, at that point, like relate to those people, but he was trying to relate to everyone, like people who are outside of that realm of, you know. Want wanting this whole church vibe and everything yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. for sure, I, yeah. and
1: I and I think the I think the other part of that is he just made really great wine, <laughs> right? It's just everything he did was just really awesome.
0: Yeah, but according to some people, that's not real wine. It's not alcohol. It's it, it just was, juice. It was real wine, and they got <laughs> I, I, they got toasted <laughs> on that wine. I had someone say something about that to me, and I was like, "So wait, is it the same stuff that's that's referred to later in Corinthians at communion?" And they're like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Well, then, Paul specifically is like, don't have that because you guys are getting drunk." So I was like, "So a, it is you know legit, or b, they drank unreal amounts of." like how much how much quote-unquote grape juice would you need to drink in order to get even anyways it's like the same thing as saying like kombucha like i was reading about kombucha and like you'd have to drink so much i think that's how you say it but you'd have to drink so much of that stuff to even feel like a little bit there's a guy on youtube that tried it and he was he was throwing up sick because he drank so much of it and he still didn't feel it so So, this so so there's no
1: way no so which is another podcast topic let's you make make note of that can can christians drink alcohol (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna unpack that someday soon
0: unpack
1: well listen if you uh if you're listening today and you have not had a chance to visit creative grounds cafe i would highly recommend it sam would highly recommend it we'd love to we'd we'd love to see you there and a great place to come and have a say as we say, come yeah. and have a say. Uh, cup of java. Uh, if, if you're listening and you're a church leader and you want to impact your city, I'm not saying you need to start a cafe, um, but I'm saying you need to do something. You got to at least turn your water into wine. people. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to do something. There, there. We, we have to get a bit more innovative and creative with the way that we serve our community and with the way that we want to matter. To our community mm. um you know i'm 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 very happy that and excited and i guess proud can i be proud sure <laughs> thank you <laughs> um to know you know i think our community would really miss us if we weren't here
0: mm. here's an interesting thing i wonder if we would encourage people who are listening who aren't churchgoers to like go ask people in your community who are and, and ask, say like what are you doing to benefit the community that might be a kind of oh, thing to man. like turn it on them to like really get Christians to consider like what are we all about? what are we doing mm-hmm. here in this world? you know are we just showing up on Sundays to waste away, or are we actually like trying to make a difference and yeah bring I mean ask yourself, yeah, if you're listening oh, no, ask no no no, this is that. just for other people this isn't for me <laughs> no no i don't I don't
1: mean you, you, but that's a that's a good little assessment for for anyone listening for sure, and yeah if you want if you wanna confront uh uh, church people in your community. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm all for that. I think Christians need to be confronted yeah. more.
0: Well, that's cool. I, I, it's been really cool hearing about the, the cafe and I know the impact that it's made. And, um, you know, I, may, I know you guys make great coffee, so it's cool. Hopefully other people enjoyed uh, hearing a little bit of an update about the cafe and just, you know, the, the impact that churches can make through a little coffee bean. Yeah,
1: awesome. Well, it's been good uh, having you join us for for uh, this podcast, I want to give a shout out to, if you've been listening to our intro. Yes. Um, we're really excited to have, and she's she's been doing our intro now for a few episodes, yeah. but uh, Kennedy Chadwick. Yeah. Uh, we brought her in to do the voiceover, and she just nailed she it. She did. Yeah. When you uh, sent
0: me that first clip, I was like, Oh yeah, that's good. It did, was, did she practice yeah, or no, what?
1: Just laid it down first time, yeah. bang.
0: And she's a coffee lover. She's she, a barista. Yeah, she's
1: a barista at Creative yeah. Grounds Cafe. And and I was a little afraid that I'm going to lose her now to voiceover work. Oh. So I, <laughs> I don't tell her she did a good job, <laughs> and don't tell her I said she did a good <laughs> job. But thank you, Kennedy, so so much for uh, lending your voice thank to you, our Kennedy, intro. Yes, and we do have a Facebook page. So if you would go to our Facebook page, um at the shantyman podcast you can join in the conversation happening over there yep and check us out on the
0: insta on the insta <laughs> yes yeah. check out the instagram at the shantyman podcast
1: yeah. yeah we'd love to hear from you let us know yeah. let us know that you're listening
0: cool Great. thanks guys all right take see care you later see you Blessings. <laughs>